0: Hey friends, welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Mindful podcast with me, Coach Jen. I'm a suicide attempt survivor, an anxiety and depression conqueror, an Enneagram one that loves strong coffee, and I can even create a kick-ass charcuterie board. Life is crazy, right? But despite what gets thrown at us, we can handle just about anything. On this podcast, we'll talk about stress, anxiety, organization, or the lack of it, how to roll with the punches and be okay with change, and most importantly, how to live the happy, healthy life that you deserve. Let's start the show. You guys, friends, can you hear that? It's silence. Yeah, but it's also 2022 creeping up right around the corner. It sneaks in and all of a sudden, it pounces on you and it's here. And although that sounds really scary, I can't tell you how excited I am for it. Every year, this time of year, the last quarter of the year, I get super excited for what's ahead. I get really excited for the year to end And I get really excited for the following year because it's a time for a fresh start. It is a blank page in your agenda that has all the white space that you want in the world to be able to plan anything, anything and everything. It's the time when so many new opportunities might come your way. And the thing is, if you're not paying attention you don't even notice them. And I say that because that has happened to me. That's why on this episode, I want to share with you three areas that I want you to think about focusing on in the next year. These are things that I focus on every single year, or at least I try to. And they help me have a more rewarding, successful life. Now, your definition of success might be very different from mine but i define success as a whole well-balanced life one where i'm happy and joyful and get to see the people that are important in my life and do things that make me happy success to me is not about money it's about memories and activities and always pushing yourself ahead just a little bit each day. But before we get to those three areas that I wanna talk to you about, I wanna work with you and wrap up 2021. I'm gonna ask you a series of questions. And with these questions, if you need to pause this episode, go ahead and do it because I want you to take time to actually think about these things. I want you to think about them and I want you to write down your answers. The reason I want you to write down your answers is because you'll be able to use that as fuel for what's ahead of you. So I have, let's see, six or seven questions that I'm going to ask you and I want you to use the entire year, all the stuff you did in 2021 as your resource, your data set, for how to answer these questions. Yeah, I'm getting a little scientific on you, but I promise you, it's not all that. Question number one, how did the year go for you? That's really (laughs) open-ended. That could be really good, really bad, or somewhere in the middle. But how did it go for you? Were you able to, accomplish all the things that you set out for yourself back in 2020 when you set your goals? Or was it kind of a year that was out of your control? It doesn't matter what the answer is. Don't place judgment on yourself. Just answer the question. How did the year go for you? For me, it was a year of ups and downs. And what I mean by that is... I started the year thinking I wanted to do one thing, and about halfway through, I had this inkling about pivoting, completely changing my focus of area of coaching. Initially, it was health and wellness, then it started to transition into stress and anxiety management, and even now, at the as the year wraps up, I'm considering yet another pivot. So as far as how did the year go for me, on a scale of one to 10, I would probably say a six, maybe even a seven or an eight, because despite the fact that I didn't accomplish some of the things I wanted to, it was a year that helped me learn and grow and kind of figure things out. And you're sometimes gonna have years like that, and that's okay. So write down how the year went for you. Just brain dump on that notebook and put everything down. Question number two, what activities did you do throughout the year that you totally loved? You totally had fun and enjoyed yourself? And also the latter, what activities did you do that you weren't really a fan of? I don't want to use the word hate, but just didn't find joy in them. Didn't want to do them. Write down every single thing that comes to mind. Every memory. What's probably going to stick out more are the activities that you did not enjoy. When I look back on 2021, it was kind of another year that we didn't really do too much because of unfortunately COVID, but there are some activities that we loved and those would be our weekend getaways with friends, traveling to different places and staying in Airbnbs, places that we could drive to so we wouldn't have to fly, and just spending time together. I love those activities because we get To build on that relationship and we still have a ton of fun what activities did you not enjoy keep in mind these could be things that you might have felt you were forced to do things that you felt were obligations even if that was the case still write them down I want you to write them down so you can look back on them and use them to know what not to do in 2022. Question number three, how did you spend your time? If you use a planner, this is going to be way easier of a question for you to answer because you can go back through your planner and see all the appointments and meetings and tasks and whatnot that you had on your plate throughout the year. Did you find yourself spending a lot of times in meetings that could have been an email? I'm sure there were a couple on my plate. Hopefully my boss is not listening. (laughs) But sometimes those meetings aren't the best use of your time. So the whole crux of this question is whether or not you were productive. So how did you spend your time? Were there things that you did that you could have delegated? Maybe things you, could, you did but you could have just said no to. How did you spend your time? Look all the way back to the very beginning of 2021 and write down everything. Do an analysis of sorts. Question number four, what relationships were extinguished and which ones grew stronger? I want you to think about this question specifically because it involves the people that you kept in your life. Were there relationships that you put an end to because they just weren't serving you anymore? Were there relationships that ended that you kind of wish didn't? And were there relationships that became bonds? Ones that were so strong that the course of time is not going to break them. I'm getting emotional about this one because I have yeses to both of those. I have relationships that ended just because they kind of fizzled and we went different ways. And then I have relationships with people that will be my best friends for the rest of my life. And it's good to see both sides. But I ask this question because I want you to think about those relationships. Why did they fizzle? Why did they get extinguished? Why did they end? And why did those other ones grow stronger? The reason I want you to journal or write down about this question is so you can understand or see underneath that surface layer what's really important to you. And the people that are around you that are still here at the end of 2021, why are they still here? They've gotta be supporting you in some way, right? And you've gotta be together in some way, right? but what if they're still here in 2021, at the very end, and they're not relationships that you wanna bring with you into 2022? Only you can answer that, but you'll be able to see where change needs to happen. Question number five. What goals, if any, did you accomplish? This might be a hard one because some of our goals might have been external. Some of our goals might be things that we needed people, resources, time, money, you name it. The list could go on. But what goals did you accomplish? For me I I started this podcast. It was a goal that I had on my heart for at least three years. And I never did it because I thought, the market's flooded, there's too many podcasts out there, who really needs to hear my voice because everything you've ever heard or everything you're gonna hear from me has already been said by somebody else. Well, I still accomplish that goal because it all boils down to the massive goal that I have that if I can just help one person, just one person, then I've done my job. I've done what I was supposed to do while I'm on here, while I'm on this planet so i ask you what goals did you accomplish and if you didn't accomplish any what goals did you at least work on made somewhat of a progress taken baby steps it could be a baby step as small as writing out your ideas but what goals did you have for yourself at the beginning of this year? And what accomplishments have you made by now? Question number six. What are some of your favorite memories from 2021? I know right off the bat, it was my 40th birthday weekend. No question about it. That is memory that will live out for the rest of my life. And no, it's not because I turned 40. It's because my husband and my best friends planned this amazing getaway, weekend getaway, to Portland, Maine, where we got to do one of my favorite things, which was try out new breweries. And My husband and I had got kind of got a feeling we were where we were going when we hit a certain landmark. And I got a feeling that two people that were there were actually coming, but I had no idea. I was completely blindsided and surprised that two other people were there. And that surprise was more of a gift than anybody could have ever given me. The time that we spent together that weekend is one of my favorite memories of all time. Like literally all of us falling asleep on the couch watching a comedic special on Netflix before 11 o'clock. I mean, that shows maybe how old we are or maybe how comfortable we are with not going crazy and just enjoying each other's company. So what are some of your favorite memories? Write them down. Describe them in detail. Put down the emotions that you felt when you think about these memories because those emotions are something you're going to want to remember. You're going to want to relive that and have those emotions again next year. And the last question, number seven, do you feel accomplished or do you feel defeated? Now, when I use the word accomplished, I'm not talking about checking off all the boxes and completing every single goal that you have no i want you to think of your accomplishments throughout the year as a whole did you live the your life the way that you intended did you get out of bed the majority of days during the week did you go to work even though you didn't feel like you had to wanted to did you pay all your bills did you sacrifice for your kids so they could have a better life do you feel a sense of accomplishment it doesn't have to be with one particular thing or another but do you feel that the majority of your days were led well or Do you feel like you allowed the world to cave in on you? You allowed powers that were out of your control to decide how you run your life. Which is it? It can only be one or the other. And yes, we do have good days and we have bad days. But overall, how do you feel? Do you feel like you accomplished something? Because if you accomplished one thing, and that includes getting out of bed, then yeah, you had a good year because you're still here. The reason I ask you these questions and the reason that I want you to take time to pause this podcast and journal and write and scribble and do whatever it is that's in your brain and get it out and put it on paper is because... Every year is a challenge, not gonna lie. These past couple of years have been really hard for some people. It's been really hard for a lot of people mentally because life is just different now. But despite all those challenges, I really truly honestly believe that there's always room for growth. There's always room to improve. There's always an area that we can get better in. It's not about going through school and then poof, you're done when you graduate. I really feel like there's something to learn in every single day. And so that's where we come to these three areas and the whole concept of how I try to live my life. These three areas that I want you to think about as you go into 2022. The first, be happy. The second, be healthy. And the third, be mindful. I'm gonna go through each one so you get an idea of what I'm talking about. But this podcast is called The Happy, Healthy, Mindful Podcast because that is how I try to live my life. Happy first. Because if you're happy, the healthy will naturally come. And then being mindful is something that everybody should do. So being happy, what do I mean by that? I want you to consider to do more of the activities that bring you joy. Not your family, not somebody else that gives you something to do and it's an obligation. You, Y-O-U. What brings you joy? What makes you smile and laugh and have fun? Consider spending more time with the people that consider you family. It doesn't have to be blood. Blood is not thicker than water or whatever that saying is. Family is who you choose to make your family. It could be coworkers. It could be best friends. It could be actual blood-related family. But spend more time with those people because when you do, those people probably are going to make you happy. And say no to some of the things that make you unhappy. You want to start saying no because then you'll have more room to do the things that do make you happy. And of course, there's always a need for alone time. I don't care if you're an introvert or an extrovert. Being alone sometimes can be a good thing. So if that's what you need to do to be a little bit happier, go for it. And when it comes to being healthy, I'm not talking about being perfect. I literally have a Dutch apple hard cider sitting right next to me while I record this podcast. Sometimes you gotta live a little. And that's where my philosophy on eating comes in, and that's always been 80 to 85% of the time you want to eat good things, things that fuel your body, things that make you feel good. If something you eat doesn't make you feel good, maybe too much cheese or dairy, maybe gluten and bread, pay attention to that. Because that 80 to 85% of the time, you want to make sure you're eating things that make you feel good. And that remaining 15 to 20%, have fun. If you want to have a cookie, eat the damn cookie. It's okay, it's totally okay. But don't make it so much of a habit that you eat the cookie 17 times a day. And make sure to practice self care weekly at the very least if you can do it daily that's even better but self-care looks anything like a bubble bath to you declining an invite self-care is things that you're caring for your own mind body and spirit and make sure you move your body every day it doesn't have to be this big crazy strenuous workout It could be a walk with the dogs. It could be dancing while you dry the dishes in the kitchen. It could be squats while you fold the laundry. You name it, but move your body in some way. Don't just sit there, because the more you sit there, your mind is gonna go to shit. And I only say that because I have been there. And make sure you have strong relationships Not these superficial ones that you're just friends with people just because. You want to have deep, strong relationships. People that you know, you can pick up the phone and call them at 2 a.m. when you need something and they're going to answer. Make sure you have those relationships. And if you don't, build them. Find the people that you spend the most time with and feel the most connected with and make those relationships stronger. And for more help on this whole healthy idea, listen to the last podcast that I did, because I talked a lot about doing things that feed your brain, feed your heart, and feed your soul. Those are what, in my world, we call primary foods. It's not the food that's on your plate, it's the food that feeds you. And lastly, I want you to think about focusing on being mindful. No, it is not just about meditation and spirituality. When I've talked about meditation and spirituality, I get this like glassy-eyed look because for whatever reason, I just it just doesn't stick with me. But being mindful in my idea, in my world, is more about being present. It's more about being present in life. And I have some friends that I've tried to explain this concept to for years because those friends come from a world where yoga and meditation is the base of mindfulness. And while yes, that's true, I don't come from that world. And so I had to take this concept of being mindful and bring it into a sense that works for me. And for me, it's more about being present. Set limits on your phone and your electronic use so you don't have your face in a screen all day long. It could be your phone that you set your timer on, your computer, video games. It doesn't matter what type of screen it is. A screen is a screen. Get out of it and enjoy the world. Block time on your calendar for that white space that everybody so desperately wants and needs and calls for. And if you don't know what white space is, it's literally just that. It's time for unplanned spontaneous activities. If it works for you on the weekend, leave a Saturday free every single weekend so you can wake up in the morning And decide what you want to do that day. That's more about being present and not having things so regimented and so scheduled. But one thing you do want to schedule is time for your personal and professional growth. You want to set goals because if you don't have a goal, what are you striving for? You're just floating along on this planet, and yes, that is totally okay for a temporary finite period of time. But you don't wanna be there forever. You wanna grow. You want to improve yourself, even if it's just a smidge every single day. So make sure to set goals for yourself. So as we close out this episode, I want to seriously thank you guys. Thank you for sticking with me, listening to these episodes. This is episode 50, and I think about it, and I cannot believe I did 50 episodes with you guys this year. So that means I only took two weeks off. I, I'm i still shocked when I think about it. So. What are those two weeks? Well, this podcast is gonna go on a hiatus for the rest of the year, take a couple weeks off, and we'll be back January 5th. And while things might change a little, you're still gonna get the same type of content from me. Stuff about stress and anxiety and organizing your life and personal development and anything I can share with you about tips and tricks that have worked for me to help me be a better person. And no, I'm not perfect yet, but I have learned a lot, a lot, a lot on the 40 years I've been on this planet. And sometimes I feel like I'm an old soul and I feel like I've learned more than I needed to. And one thing I've learned is that rest is essential. So I wanna wish you all a very nice holiday and I will be back on January 5th. Okay, friends, that's it for today. I appreciate you so much for listening. If you have a friend that needs to hear today's message, I'd love it if you could share it with them. Now grab a screenshot of this episode, share it on your socials, and tell me what your biggest takeaway was. Don't forget to tag me in your post, too. You can find me at the Real Jen Mullen on Instagram and Real Jen Mullen on Twitter. And lastly, remember to hit that subscribe button so you always get the next episode as soon as it drops. Here's to Living Mindfully, friends. I'll talk to you next week.